1: This is the Decibel Geek Podcast, with Aaron Camaro and Chris Sinzak.
2: The countdown to vindication has begun right here on the Decibel Geek Podcast. My name is Aaron Camaro, joined as always by my rock and roll friend, Chris Sinzak. How's it going, my man? Feels like I just saw you. I know, it does. Crazy. It's, It's strange. The VIPs know what we're talking about. <laughs> A little inside joke there. Man, these last couple of weeks have been insane. Yeah. Completely insane. And it's still surreal to know it that we're meeting Vinny Vincent later this week. Yeah, for sure. Yeah, it didn't. Hopefully by then my brain will be healed back up from all the research and homework we've done these last few weeks. Yeah. Today, I think we just take it easy.
0: Yeah, today's going to be easy because we can just go off the top of our heads because we've talked so much about this guy, it's pretty easy to reference stuff
2: right and that's why we're so excited about the big kiss expo this weekend in atlanta mm-hmm. with the return of the onk warrior vinnie vincent yeah and we're gonna be there and we're gonna
0: see him and meet him and talk to him and everything yeah it's crazy and um who knew it's gonna be uh we're gonna we're leaving town thursday night and uh this if, but God willing is going to be out Wednesday night, and uh, we'll be going live on Facebook throughout the weekend on yeah. the Decibel Geek uh, Facebook fan page. So I'll be bringing the Zoom with out. me we're and recording re- all kinds of cool stuff while we're there yeah. for the VIPs. Yeah, go to Patreon.com/slash Decibel Geek and uh, become a five dollar plus VIP, and you'll get access to a lot of cool stuff. A lot of cool
2: stuff. A lot of back archives. I just mm-hmm. released. Uh, well, I should say Rock and Ron released it for us. Mm-hmm. Episode number sixty six of the Chris and Aaron Show. So. The there's wow. 66 of those, and all kinds of other cool stuff for you to check out. Become a Decibel Geek VIP today, mm-hmm. get the inside scoop of everything we're doing here on the Decibel Geek Podcast. Matter of fact, this very last one that we did, yeah, we turned the studio into a boardroom and talked to our VIPs about ideas we have for the future. You know, yeah. so they're going to get to interact with us about stuff we're thinking about doing on the show, yeah. and they tell us if it's good, if it's bad, mm-hmm. what they would do differently. You know, who we should get on the show. These are the people we turn to for these answers to these questions that, you know, guide the future of this show. Yeah. It's
0: important stuff. And so for the Vinnie Vincent theme today, we're going to count down our top 5 favorite Vinnie Vincent solos. Um, we got a little bit of business and we have a major announcement to make. Yeah, we do. That, Talking uh, about Expos. Yeah, that just got put together today and uh, you, you guys are the first people to hear this. So Right. Uh, Rockin' Pod 2. Rock and Pod Expo two nice is going to happen Saturday August twenty fifth in Nashville at the Nashville Palace.
2: Nashville Palace is an awesome place, man. I'm super stoked that that's where we're having it at. Yeah. this is a classy joint we're going to.
0: It's a cool venue, and it's been there I think since the '60s or '70s, and yeah. a lot of legendary country players have played there but the back area of the the venue is is a giant event space and uh, and if you came to to the rock and pod last year and you're wondering where is nashville palace it's literally across the parking lot from where we had it last year
2: yeah walking distance yes
0: and if you ate at scoreboard and enjoyed their hot chicken it's right next door to scoreboard so it's basically in almost the exact same place that it was last year yes and it's a nice venue, and we're going to have plenty of table space for everybody, <laughs> and uh, <laughs> it'll be it'll be good. And uh, and the GoFundMe will be launched by the time you hear this. At least in a basic form. Until we obviously we have a lot of details to add to this. Yeah. Guests will be announced as time goes on. If you want to be a dealer, those details will come out down the road. Yeah. But, all the different podcasts yeah. will
2: be announcing their different perks for yes, you know your donations through their shows, just like last year. Help us make this a huge success.
0: Yeah, and if you want to, uh, if you want to be a part of it, you know, obviously you can go ahead and chip in, which we would appreciate you doing because we want to go ahead and get the ball rolling on paying for the venue and everything and we secured the venue and it's on hold for us but we got to pay for it. Right. And um so it's going to be it's one of those things where if you go ahead and put money in and then like a perk or something gets added later, we can put your money that you've put in already towards that perk. Right. So that way you can go ahead and get in on the ground floor and help us out but then if like, you know, Decimal geek goes we're going to offer the co-host a show thing again. And you say, oh, well, can you put my 20 bucks towards the amount for the co-host the show thing? Absolutely. We can do that. So that way you can help us out and, and get it going. But I'll have links in the show notes to the GoFundMe. I believe it's GoFundMe.com slash Rock the Letter N Pod Expo 2018 or it could be Rock N Pod 2018. But I'll have the link in the show notes today and we'll make the uh, the official announcement but you're hearing it first if you're listening to this when it comes out a rock and roll exclusive from Nashville Tennessee yeah. Rock and Pod Expo 2 so we're people excited. it's happening so it's going to be you know more guests with signing sessions and uh you know panel discussions and uh, I've got a I've got a movie type thing I'm working on just like I did with Heavy Metal Parking Lot so right if on. that works out it's going to be pretty cool and of course all our buddies that are in all the other podcasts yeah. that are so cool to hang out with are going to be coming back this year too oh man Nickelback must be so excited. (laughs) Nickelback is not coming. Oh, come on. I'm trying not to scare off ticket buyers. All right. Because no one that listens to this. Well, all right. I'm not going to get into
2: it. Man. All right. So today's going to be a lot of fun. We're paying tribute to our favorite rock and roller known as Vinny Vincent. He's awesome. We've always said that. We've always had the back of Minnie Vincent. Today, that celebration continues as we are so stoked to meet him this weekend. Yes. So before we get into the rock and roll and the blistering guitar solos, man, you guys are going to need your air guitars for this today. I'm telling you, tune them up and get ready to rock them out. Before we get to all that, though, we've got to take care of that business, and that business is this, iTunes reviews and Facebook reviews. Got both? We got one of each this week. That's freaking awesome. Both of them are five stars. This one comes to us from iTunes, and it goes a little something like this. This podcast gets a five star just for turning me on to Orchid. Nice. Can't even begin to imagine the prep time these guys put into a show, bringing a great wealth of knowledge, humor, and entertainment. It's also refreshing to hear a music-related podcast where the host does not talk about himself for half of it. I was going to start doing Hmm. that this year. I wonder who he's talking about. I don't Mm -hmm. know. Amazing variety of bands, songs, sounds, interesting bio, little-known facts, and even some useless information packed into each show. A
0: lot of useless information.
2: For sure. It's not useless, damn it. (laughs) It's all going to come in handy someday.
0: We appreciate it.
2: (laughs) Their passion shows through on every episode. If you're not a subscriber, you are missing out. That's an awesome iTunes review. Comes to us from Rocker Two. Yeah, five stars. We can all thank Ian Wadley for turning us all on Orchid. Yeah, for sure. He's
0: truly responsible for that. It's
2: one of my favorite bands. Totally. All right, this one's five stars on the Facebook, and it goes a little something like this. Comes to us from uh, Joe Bernstein. I just discovered Decibel Geek Podcast. As a child of the 70s and 80s, this is right up my alley. I drive truck for a living and prefer to listen to things to keep my brain engaged, and this certainly fits the bill. Your passion and knowledge for the music we all love makes the podcast enjoyable. But the interaction amongst yourselves with the sense of humor, respect for each other and the guests, as well as your love for the deep cuts and out of the ordinary, make this podcast a necessity. Thank you. It comes to us from Joe Bernstein on Facebook, five stars. Those are awesome, both of them.
0: Yeah, thank you guys so much. Keep those reviews coming. We appreciate that. Heck yeah. All right, so Geeks of the Week this week. Yes, the return <laughs> yeah. of the Geeks well, of the Week. it's a little truncated because we just put the new one out a few days ago. Right. But a uh, decent number of shares already on Facebook and retweets on Twitter. Yeah, we got some good response to our last week's super
2: episode. Yeah. The- our big year-end, 2017. I think we all picked some great music. We got mm-hmm. to showcase our writers at decibelgeek.com, which right now there's a lot going on at decibelgeek.com. But we missed out. We missed our friends, you know, the geeks of the week. But they're back this week.
0: Yeah, these are the geeks of the week for this week. Joe Royle and Eric Nesbitt, Matt Ashcraft, Dave Koska, Neil Johnson, Mac- Mike Grabowski, Brent Tibbetts, Michael Burrell, Sean Cullen, Rock and Ron Runyon, Aaron Baker, Rob Webb, Kenneth Roy, Freeform Rock Podcast, Anshpuh, Sitting Spent with Joe, Growing Up Rock Podcast, Mark Alden Taylor, Jason Blusky. Owner Zinin, Samuel Wetz, Andrew Jacobs, Doug the Devil, Musi729Zawa. Wow. We're into Twitter now. Sonny Poonie, JJ Mack, Graham Sparks, Save Rock and Metal, David Hudson, Digital Kill the Radio, Star Ernesto Aguiar, Christopher Stokes, Scott Dunmire, and I haven't written it down, but as you know...
2: The Muger Fooger. of course. The Muger Fooger. All our friends out there sharing it. That's Scott Dunmeyer. Mm-hmm. That one's pretty cool because he shared a really old post on Facebook uh-huh. from 2015's year-end show where we were talking about Wasp Golgotha. Oh, that's a great album. I thought that was a trip, but like all these years later, yeah. it just got shared now. Yeah, so, was, uh, how cool is that?
0: People that are you know discovering us all the time. Yeah, it's that's pretty a, neat. I love hearing from the new people too. It's great. Heck
2: yeah! So, so it's Vinny time. Are you ready for this weekend? How excited are you? Do you even have to ask? I, well, I, I <laughs> know, but I, I mean um, it, it's so cool. I'm I mean, ecstatic. One of the most exciting things for me this weekend is going to be getting to see you <laughs> meet Vinny Vincent.
0: Yeah. Hopefully he doesn't, you know, have run out of the building <laughs> by a security guard. Um, no way. No, I'm I'm super excited to meet him. Never thought it would happen. No, me neither. It's going to be going to be pretty cool.
2: If you'd have told me just a couple of years ago, doing this show. That we'd be actually getting to meet Vinnie Vincent. I'd have never believed it.
0: Well, just until a few months ago, we never would have no, believed it. No, yeah. never. Because it, it was in question for a little while there. Right. But it worked out for the best. And uh, we love doing Vinnie Vincent episodes. He's so fun to talk about and yeah. just such an interesting guy. And, and, you know, awesome musician. His contributions to rock and metal yeah. are
2: top notch you know talk about just a story man as interesting as it gets yeah like you say it's it's fun to talk about
0: yeah oh one of the most mysterious people in rock and roll history so you know it's interesting to see how this weekend's going to go there's still mystery surrounding what's going to happen at the expo and what he's going to say what questions he's going to answer yeah you know it's 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 very up in the air it could go anyway man i'm excited yeah i am am excited you can't say it's not gonna be interesting either way no uh -uh. it's gonna be very it's fascinating and i found found out today that um from what it looks like on the website all tickets, even general admission, are sold out for this thing. Oh wow. Yeah. So it'll be filled Fantastic. to capacity. So, he, so cool. He definitely he's getting all the fanfare he wants we and
2: told everybody years ago that Vinny Vincent was awesome and now look yeah now it's everyone sees and with
0: this countdown to vindication thing this episode is smack dab in the middle of the of the countdown to vindication week on the Facebook fan page for yeah. decibel geek as well as the decibelgeek.com website there's right. articles and reposts of older articles and it's it's all about Vinny this week because we're, we're you know we're celebrating this and a little bit about Gene Simmons too. Oh, gosh. Yeah. So I got to give massive credit to Sonny Pooney for writing these articles, <sighs> these track articles. by track reviews
2: of the vault. They're so good. I love I, reading that I stuff. love. I love the way he set it up, the way he explains it all. It's perfect. And the way he leaves some of it a mystery. You I'm know? glad he's doing he's that. He's not totally spoiling the vault, yeah. but he's just given the information that people. I mean, I read these articles about the vault, and it makes me want one. It makes me want to go mm-hmm. tell my son, I got bad news. You can't go to college, <laughs> but I'm getting the vault.
0: Yeah. I've been, yeah, I've been buttering my wife up a little bit lately. But although she, the other day I was explaining all this stuff to her and she's like, how are we going to come up with $2,000? I was like, you're into this now? She's like, no, not really. She's like, it'd be cool to see. Because once I mentioned that the rumor is that Vinny may show up to the Nashville stop and like imagine seeing Gene and Vinny in the same room. Wow. Maybe even jamming on some guitars together or something. That would be amazing. Yeah. It's a, it's a, you know, even though I'm not. I, I won't go see the current band for obvious reasons not for the makeup thing but paul's voice just we've been over it and we've argued over it
2: but i know nothing would keep you from going and seeing kiss if vinnie was playing with him that would probably be a different story yeah i'm yeah, sure i could focus it would be. on other things
0: but no um, but it is an amazing time to be a kiss fan right now with for everything sure. that's going on oh man so cool yeah who knew it's pretty amazing
2: all right talking about amazing Mm. Today we're gonna focus on the musicianship of Vinnie Vincent. So Favorite Solo. We've gone through normally, you know, I've I've said it before on the show, when it comes to doing these, normally I get my picks in first. Mm -hmm. But it seemed like as soon as we decided for sure that we were doing this, within five minutes, boom, your picks were there. And I'm like, Oh man, he took all the best ones. (laughs) But there's so many good ones. There's a lot of good ones. It was it wasn't hard for me to pick five more. But man, we've got some great songs some some Kiss, some Vinnie Vincent invasion, all kinds of great stuff today. Awesome. So do you want to start it off? Uh, I think you are starting. Oh yeah. Okay, I'll start it off. Well, this goes back to the beginning for me. You know, it's I've I've always told the story like I was a very young child when I first discovered Kiss. Mm -hmm. When somebody put a Kiss record in front of me, and I was just like blown away by what it was. Was it Uncle Bruce? It was Uncle Bruce or Aunt yeah. Pam. Somebody put a record in front of me, and I'm like, "Wow, this guy's breathing—you know, spitting blood, and this guy looks like he's—you know—half lit up on on stage—and you know. just blown away by it. But never really understood. I was too young for stuff like that. And they were
0: so—I get so mad about like the kiddie generation that got turned uh, on to Kiss. They were tailor made for it, though. Oh, totally. Look, well, like
2: superheroes. That's exactly <laughs> it. You know, because before you even hear a note, yeah, they look amazing. You're blown away by how they look. Yeah. <clears throat> and the cover art for the albums, I mean, right? it's, it, you can't blame it for appealing to children. I don't know how many hours I spent as a little bitty kid with the headphones on sitting in front of my parents' record player just staring at the album covers mm-hmm. while listening to them over and over again. Mm-hmm. So by the time I got a little bit older and Kiss was changing and there was no internet back then, so nobody knew what was going on. And so there's two different covers for Creatures of the Night. <laughs> I got the one with Bruce Kulick. Oh, you and, did? I, and I don't know who this is. All right. You know, so... It's like, okay, so this cover's got Bruce Kulick, but then you look in the magazines and you see like the other picture. Yeah. And it's like, wow, that's such a cool album cover, but right. it's got Ace Frehley on it. Mm-hmm. But this album doesn't sound like Ace Frehley playing guitar. Right. And I'm so confused. I
0: don't understand what's going yeah, on. Yeah, because then you're like, but it, if it came out when they wore makeup, it, there's no way it's Bruce. Right. So who is this? Exactly.
2: Right. So confused. It was a strange time to be a Kiss fan, it was Kiss Fusion. There was something going on. Total kiss fusion.
0: Confusion with a K.
2: Exactly. (laughs) But you can't deny the music on Creatures of the Night. So good. One of the first songs I ever heard was War Machine such a heavy crunchy song and vinnie vincent's guitar solo on this is just perfect for what it is fits in the song perfectly showcases his mastery of the guitar and is just a complete masterpiece in my mind so from creatures of the night it's kiss with vinnie vincent on lead guitar and this is war machine
0: The solo is kind of reminiscent of God of Thunder a little bit. It's like the heavier side of Kiss. Yeah, I love that song. Me and too. First time I heard that song wasn't on the album. It was the Animalized Live Uncensored video. Yeah, because I hadn't heard Creatures of the Night before. But uh, actually, yeah. so actually, that Animalized Live Uncensored was my first exposure to a lot of the a lot of their stuff. I suppose. Yeah, if you weren't familiar with the albums up to that point, Mm-mm. but you're watching that video. Yeah, I was buying the albums as I got money for allowance and birthdays and stuff. And right. it was around 80, 88, I think, that I found Animalize Live Uncensored in the video store. Right. And I would start renting it, and I would rent it every weekend.
2: Well, that was before Kiss kind of went into their novelty era where they started pulling back from the old catalog more often. Mm-hmm. You know, they were really trying to showcase what they were doing as a new band at that time. Yeah,
0: Animalize Tour was. I mean it's pretty much like a completely separate band. Yeah. You know, lick and lick it up was that way too. Well, I guess lick it up was the beginning of them changing to that and then Animalize was it's almost like all 80s stuff, very little yeah. classic stuff. Yeah. Uh-huh. But it's great. All well, that's right. a good way to start. Yeah, I think so. So, all right, so I've got my first pick. You know, the I've talked this is I've sung this songs praises to the high heavens. For years on this show mm-hmm. And it's been this When we started We Which we need to do another Should have been a single episode Because yeah. those are fun to do um, This is my ultimate Should have been a single To this day Of any band Because to this day I do not understand Why when the Lick It Up album Came out They did not release A million to one As a single I don't know It's perfect for it's time It it just makes no sense It's it's Every time I listen to it To this day I'm like How the fuck Was this not all over the radio
2: yeah, they really missed the boat by not releasing that as a single because, I mean, it's a song that's, you know, it's a tight song. Yeah. The guitars, the musicianship, and it's, so in it, it's well really done. awesome. It's perfect for its time for mm-hmm. as opposed to, like, what was around it popular. Yeah. And it's a powerful song. Yeah. You know, you can tell
0: there's a lot of emotion in the lyrics and the delivery. Yeah, I mean, it's, you know, let's let's face it, Kiss is not known for too many poetic lyrics right you know and, and or deep much that you have feeling, to think, emotional think, you yeah. stuff yeah let's but, party more but, like it but this song is definitely one that you know paul's heart was ripped out and he wrote from that perspective yeah. on this song um but and the solo vinnie's solo on this is perfectly done it's got mm-hmm. enough of the widdly widdly stuff but it's got a lot of emotion to it also right so this is from lick it up this is kiss doing a million to one
2: the song too that it's it's such an emotional song lyrically and the way paul delivers it but the solo Mm -hmm. it's perfect because it echoes the emotion that paul stanley's you know that you can feel through this song and the solo is a perfect accompaniment to that
0: and Vinny was a big part of writing the music for that song and you know with combined with paul's I i mean it Vinny vincent had a rare talent which was not not all kiss co-writers could pull this off in that fact that he could write well with gene and paul like he could tailor his songwriting to either one of them yeah for sure and that's not always been the case i mean like a desmond child can write with paul but he's didn't write anything with gene yeah i don't think he had but if he had, it was it was mixed results. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you're right about that because Vinny, yeah, he worked with him. It almost seemed
2: like they fought over him. Like, who could write a better song with Vinny Vincent? Well, they I don't, both had some great stuff.
0: I don't care how much those guys want to bash him to this day about, about certain aspects and stuff, but you know they enjoyed their time writing music with him. And you can tell in that respect.
2: They still respect him because what? To. What do they say every time? You know, oh, it was this, it was that. Yeah. But man, was he a talent, you know? Yeah. And and maybe he got in the way of his talent, but they never deny the
0: guy's talent. No, you can't. It's no. right there for you to see. Uh-huh. But yeah, I love that song. And yeah, I could just play that one song and we could be done. Honestly, it's pretty but, awesome. Uh, but yeah, that's up there. All right.
2: Well, we can't be done because no. we each got a bunch more picks. So I guess I'm going to stick with "Lick It Up." It always kind of bummed me out that. Vinnie Vincent never got a Kiss album cover with the makeup on. Yeah. You know, it's, Well, unless you have the Japanese version. Right. I remember seeing the <laughs> Japanese version and being blown away by it, and then looking at the American version that I had and being like, man, yeah, that cover's so much better. The,
0: the Japanese were smarter, too, because it was just a, a leaflet that laid over the top yeah. of the real one. So you have the makeup, then you unwrap it, and then you flip it over and you see them without the makeup. They should have done that all over the world. They really should have. That would have been a perfect or the same marketing pose scheme. with the makeup. And then flip it yeah. over there in the same clothes and just without the makeup. It, it would have been great. Yeah,
2: because that would have tied whole into the unmasking thing. Yeah. They could even release the album before they unmasked on TV. Right. Because that would have been the first proper picture of mm-hmm. Kiss without their makeup on. I think that would have drummed up a lot more interest in Lick It Up than
0: what it had. Just needed me there at age six yeah. to tell them what to do.
2: Just listen to the six year olds, they'll tell you. Yeah. Well, I'm going to stick with Lick It Up. Because I remember getting it and listening to it for the first time, and there's some heavy, heavy and stuff, especially the Gene Simmons stuff on Lick It Up. And Fits Like a Glove was my favorite song when I was younger and listening to it because it's such an upbeat, heavy song. Mm-hmm. And Vinnie Vincent's guitar solo in this song is, <laughs> for as far as Kiss would let him really go wild... This is pretty damn wild yeah. for his restraints and Kiss. Always one of my favorite Vinnie Vincent guitar solos. From Lick It Up, this one's Fits Like a Glove.
0: And that guitar playing is like a hot knife. <laughs> it certainly <laughs> through is. Through butter. I always, always thought it was funny that all through the 80s, Gene would try to, when they would do that song, Gene would try to get the audience to sing that part. Yeah. It would never happen. <laughs> well, nobody can sing it. He would always just be like, a hot knife. And they'd just sit there waiting for them to sing it. And they'd just stare at him back like, huh?
2: Yeah. Well, if you're not doing it, we're not doing it.
0: Yep, never happened.
2: But it wasn't like, you know, fits Like a Glove was... Uh, you know, really great known song. It wasn't like something they were hearing on the radio nah, every day. Did,
0: it was in their set for most of the 80s, yeah. though. And that's one I wish they would kind of get back to. Yeah. Be, imagine if they broke that out on the cruise. That'd be badass. Although it's a high one to sing, for Gene to sing. Yeah, throughout the whole thing, really. I think that was one of those that we mentioned uh, to the Gene Simmons band guys of, you know, play fits like a glove or play not for the innocent. They're like, I don't know, man. That's kind of high. Yeah. you know. So Gene uh, Gene is very aware of where his range can go and where it can't. Yeah, you don't want it to sound bad. And I think that's why Naked City still doesn't get played. Yeah, that's probably a tough one to sing, too. That, that's probably the most requested one that they get. I bet. Because it's the most oddball one. It's a good song. Yeah. Cool. All right. So, for my next one, I want to play something off the Invasion album, and uh, this also could have been a radio hit. I think at the time, and not not a massive hit because it's definitely over the top, but it's it's one of the it's one of his solos that I love the most. It's over the top, but it's melodic, and the way it ends is great. It just it's one of those solos when you finish hearing it, you're like, wow, yeah. And Robert Fleischman's vocals are just in the stratosphere on this song. Well, when you got guitar playing like that,
2: you got to have a singer that can accompany it. And it's got to be a guy like Robert Fleischman. You know, he's got to be
0: able to match the insanity of the guitars with the insanity of his voice. And he does it on this one from the Invasion album. This is Do You Want to Make Love?
2: early Invasion stuff.
0: Yeah, that song's just, you know, full speed ahead. My fingertips hurt just listening yeah. to that stuff. And the whammy bar gets a workout at the end of the solo. Yeah, that's that good song. stuff, man. And, you know, these solos that,
2: you like, especially the Invasion stuff where he's really letting it rip, they're yeah. so unique and original. And, you know, I remember hearing some of this stuff for the first time and just being like, I didn't even know you could do stuff like that right. with a guitar. <laughs> yeah, no you know, kidding. this is like Eddie Van Halen like sped up, mm. you know, and, and insane. I wow, Vinnie Vincent doesn't get enough credit for being a freaking virtuoso, but mm. I mean a song like that's a sure testament to it.
0: Yeah, it's a fantastic solo. Love it.
2: Let's rein it back in a little bit. All right. Just a little bit. Not too much. I got one more pick off of Lick It Up because I couldn't leave this song out because I love the solo on this one too. Vinnie Vincent really did bring a lot to Kiss. Mm. You know, Kiss really did need Vinnie Vincent at that time time to give them that kick in the ass to help them into a new era yeah. you know and we talked about like the little kids that were into Kiss in the 70s I think that's a testament to what kept this band alive you know is the fact that there were little kids like me out there mm-hmm. and little kids like you that cared at this time when a lot of the older fans were dropping off Sure, we stuck with it you know and we were hungry to know what was going on with Kiss and would listen to the radio just hoping to hear like some little piece of news or you know some something You know, and I'd have to go to my Uncle Bruce and be like well who's this guy and where did this guy come from and mm-hmm. how come he's on That in you know, who actually does Ace really, really play on this for years? I never knew who played on Creatures of the Night, but I just knew it wasn't Ace, but I just never knew the story. But when it came to Lick It Up, you knew it was Vinnie Vincent. By that point, it was pretty obvious. You know, the guy's on the album cover, he's credited, you know, so it's like, okay, well, this is Kiss, this is something new now, right? You know, and it's finally I'm at the age where I'm kind of starting to understand that you know, Kiss can carry on. Without Peter and without Ace, you know, now they got Eric Carr, who's awesome. And this Vinnie Vincent guy who's, you know, even being the big Ace Fraley fan that I was, I was bummed out that he wasn't in the band anymore. Right. But, I mean, I never, it never stopped me from being a Kiss fan. Yeah. And it's because these albums were still so damn good. Yeah. And when people talk about, did Vinnie save Kiss? He sure did have a huge hand a in keeping them alive, hand. you know, yeah, because keeping them relevant.
0: I know a lot of people like to say, oh, no, taking off the makeup saved them. Maybe in the short term. Right. But he helped them regain enough rock credibility with people to start taking them a little bit more seriously again. Right. And the fact that,
2: sure, there was a lot of pomp and circumstance with the makeup coming off and all that. But like I said, you know, the Young Kiss fans that were growing up now and getting a little older and still, you know, wanting to be... A part of Kiss, you know, and wanting to be fans of the band, you know, are yeah. still hanging on now. If if they would have brought in some chump ass guitar player that didn't do what the kind of stuff that Vinnie Vincent could do, or they weren't writing the kind of songs, what if they put out the
0: Elder when, instead of Lick It Up? I don't think there would. I think they would. It would have been done,
2: them. and maybe in '96 they would have reunited, but there yeah. would have been nothing. Yeah, in I think it would have been suicide. Totally totally so you got to be on top of all that you've got to be putting all good music yeah. for the fans because if i'm a young fan and i want to stick with kiss even though they don't have the makeup no more and that's a bummer even though they don't have ace peter anymore that's a bummer yeah. but damn the albums are still good and that's what counts so here's the track off that album that you just can't deny from lick it up this is not for the innocent
1: Tour sometime in early 1987. Somewhere in time on Capitol.
0: Before
2: we continue our countdown to vindication right here on the Decibel Geek podcast, that's an awesome line, by the way. Yeah, I'm proud of that Mr. one. Mr. Chris Sinzak come I up do. with that one with his huge rock and roll brain. What can look what
0: it. can I put Vin in and make it work? <laughs> We've
2: almost used up every variation of it for different things, but you know. I'm not finished.
0: <laughs> oh that was uh. stupid. no stopping us now oh okay
2: all right that's enough of that let's not get carried away in that kind of craziness that is not (laughs) funny uh-huh before we get back to our celebration of the one and only vinnie vincent right here before we get oh man we're so stoked to see him this weekend at the big kiss expo in atlanta georgia we hope you're all coming to it i know we're looking forward to seeing a lot of friends there yeah come by our table Come by our table, check us out. Rock and Ron's gonna be there. He's got all kinds of cool stuff yeah, that, to give away. He's a mobile Decibel Geek store, isn't he? Man, he's awesome. He's Can't the beat best. the prices. He's just giving it all away.
0: Yeah, well, we're not gonna make any money that way, but yeah, it's great. <laughs> <laughs> just getting the name out, it's more important.
2: Yeah, so please go to decibelgeek.com and buy yourself a t-shirt, wear it to the expo so we know who you are, and uh, help us offset some of the costs of rock and Ron runyon. Yeah. <laughs> Giving away the product for free. Yes. That's all
0: right. All right. So uh, we got to talk about Amazon real fast. Yeah, man, because there's a lot of cool
2: stuff going on decibelgeek.com right now. So when you're reading all the Vinnie Vincent articles and seeing all the cool stuff that's happening right now, take a moment to think, hey, I was supposed to do some shopping on Amazon. Well, you're already at decibelgeek.com. So go ahead and click our Amazon banner. It's going to take you to Amazon. You do all your shopping just like you normally would. It doesn't cost you anything extra. But what Amazon does is they take a little cut of what they make off the deal so it doesn't cost you anything and they kick it over to us as kind of a rock and roll finder's fee Mm -hmm. because you went to decibelgeek.com you can buy anything you want it doesn't cost you anything
0: extra it helps us out a little bit and they give us the list yeah no sex toys bought this week damn it Uh, someday but uh we had some cool stuff bought this past week among the notable purchases for the past seven days on our amazon link was an otter box for an iphone a SanDisk 32-gig memory card. Oh, awesome. somebody's going to put that in their Zoom. Yeah, we're going to be using a couple of those this uh-huh. weekend. Uh, in music, Tom Kiefer, Nobody's Full duet with Lizzie Hale from the Way Life Goes Deluxe Edition that just came out. That's cool. Uh, Black Label Society, Grimmest Hits was bought. Yeah, they got a lot of them. White Snake, The Purple Tour, live CDD-DVD combo. Right on. Shadow King, self-titled. That's a foreign band, I believe it was an import listed. Hmm. And then wrapping it up, another Kiss guitar player that's near and dear to our hearts, Fraley's with their self-titled debut album on blue and white marble vinyl that's cool I heard it sounds amazing I'm probably going to buy that pretty soon very cool. Yeah. So that's just a small number of
2: the things people have bought over the last few weeks on Amazon. You know, it's really easy to do. Like I said, it helps us out. Just go to Do Your Shopping on Amazon. Support the do, artist. Do it through our link. Support the artist. Every band we talk about on every episode. You know, just like today, get out there and get your Vinnie Vincent Invasion CDs and LPs owning. and all your Kiss stuff. There's plenty of Kiss stuff to find on Amazon.com.
0: And isn't it more fun when you can hold it in your hands?
2: Exactly. That's what she
0: said. Totally. All right. That sounds like a Gene Simmons lyric, right there. Yeah, I just wrote his next song
3: for him.
2: <laughs> <laughs> I
0: love it. i got to slip in the lyrics about a
2: buffet or something in. All right. Also. So, who's all going to be at this expo this weekend? Like, for the guests? Yeah, there's a bunch of cool people going to be there. I know Robert Fleischman's going to be there.
0: Yeah, it's going to be cool to finally meet him in person. Um, yeah. Big John Hart, who we've had on the show, is going to be there. Love that guy. And I'm so
2: excited to actually meet him. He yeah. was so good when he was on the Great show with guy. us. Super nice guy. Had good stories.
0: He's writing his own book now. I so. wonder if we're going to get to see any interaction between Robert Fleischman and Vinny Vincent. Um, that's a big question mark right yeah. now. I'm curious to see that. I, well, i got to think at some point they'll say hi to each other. Right, at least... Know. I think you know, hopefully they give each other a big hug yeah. and, you know, well, also our uh, past guest and friend, Andre LaBelle is going to be there. Awesome. So, you know, two members of the sky. And wow. uh, yeah. So, yeah, Ron Keel is going to be there. He's going to perform. He's gonna doing do a, some kiss songs, right? I, I don't know. I think that's what I saw on the flyer. Uh, and then Bob Kulik's going to be there right on. And then, I'm going to get my Paul Stanley 78 solo album yeah. autograph. Should bring some stuff for him to sign too. Sure. Yeah. I hope he's got his solo album there because I hadn't bought it yet, but I'd like to buy it from him and get it signed. I've heard it's really good. Yeah. I've, I've listened to some of it online. It's, it sounds good. I want to buy it. I want a copy of it. Right on. Um, and then also I'm like, the, so like. Kirk Gooch and Jeff Seuss, who wrote the Kiss Alive Forever book. Oh, which,
2: this is the movie thing, right? Yeah. well, oh, like, yeah. The
0: book was like the kind of like the Bible of Kiss from the beginning through 2002. It was like every tour date, the set list, show notes and everything. Yeah. And uh, they just reprinted the book with the Creatures Era lineup cover for the Expo. It's like a re- new reprinting. And then they're going to do a, a second version soon or in the next year or so with uh, – tour dates from 2002 to now. Oh, sweet. So I, it was a crowdfunding thing. I bought a copy of the book. We're, I'm going to bring it with us on the trip. And uh, they're going to be there. And Kurt Gooch is a video archivist. So he's uh, – remember that you wanted the best documentary that was supposed to happen a few years ago? Yeah. It got shelved. Well, Kurt was – he was like the guy that was hired to handle all the video stuff for it. And he – Kurt owned stuff that no one's ever seen before. Well, some of the stuff that was going to be in that movie as well as some other stuff that he's just held on to – they're going to show like a reel of half an hour worth of unreleased KISS footage from 74 to 83. Oh, and it's yeah. only for those of us that are at the expo. Awesome. And that'll be early in the day on, on Saturday. So I'm really excited to see that. For sure. I'm always excited to see KISS stuff from yeah. back in the day that I've never seen before. Yeah, there's going to be some cool stuff shown on that. Super cool. So they'll be there. And then... Um, Chris is going to be there. Chris is going to play. They're going to finish. They're going to close out the night. Yeah, they're actually uh, they're doing uh, Vinnie Vincent Eric Carr makeup. Oh yeah, for yeah. The show so that'll be pretty well, that's cool. That's fitting, yeah. And um, also, I'm I'm a big fan of Kiss related books. So of course, Julian Gill and, and from Kiss FAQ is going to be there, and he's going to be selling some of his books, which I'm sure I'll buy. I'm going to be so broke. I know, me too. And then um, also Roger Bernard, who I don't, this book isn't for sale. He's put together like these ultimate scrapbooks. Or he calls them the black. The Kiss Black books are like really huge, and they're scans of like a lot of rare photos. Yeah, and he and, and I know he likes our show, and I'm looking forward to meeting him. He's bringing those books to display and some pretty mind blowing images in these in these books. Nice. And also uh, Ross Radley, who's been working on a book called Magic for a few years. It's it's a book that tracks literally like day to day of the band from '74 to '83. And with tons of unreleased photos, and he's going to be there with a booth and with a lot of like laid-out pages of what the book's going to look like.
2: This whole expo is going to be amazing. Yeah,
0: it's like a Kiss fan's wet dream. It ain't no wonder it's <laughs> sold out already. Yeah, it's completely sold out. That's so cool. And if you are going and you want to hang out afterwards, we're going to go a block over to a place called the Bucket Shop Cafe right at the as the expo ends, and we're all going to have drinks and hang out over there. That's
2: going to be awesome, too, because I know a lot of our friends are going to be there.
0: Yeah. So, so there's been yeah, a lot of talk about the the hangout afterwards. A lot of us podcasters are going to be there and a lot of listeners and a lot of fans. It's just it's going to be great. That bar is going to be like, where did all these people come from? These strange people. I know. And I called them and I said, can I reserve space? And they're like, well, we don't really reserve space, but we're happy to have you. So till we get there. Well, we're going to get there. <laughs> and I called them, I was like, it's going to be probably at least 40, 50 people. But, you know, it's we're going over there at like 8 o'clock. So I got to think it'll be relatively open at that point stock up on the brewskis here we
2: come yeah
0: so gonna be a fun weekend i can't wait and we do the vip sunday you know that was just the expo then we meet them the next day wow what's it gonna be like that's for that's a six hour thing
2: amazing yep just amazing well i guess we get back to the music yeah (laughs) I'm just kind of blown away right now. I know it's all happening. I'm so excited that we're bringing the recorders with us and Kiss us January, getting some great
0: stuff for our VIPs. Yeah, it's gonna be it's gonna be a good time. So I've got the next pick. You sure do. I do. Okay. Um, those of you that know this show, you know all systems go, the second album by the Invasion, and we did a cool albums unleashed on that with Bobby Rock last year.
2: That guy was the coolest.
0: That was a, a fun talk. Got a lot of good behind the scenes stuff on that, but. Uh this solo and song was picked in particular because I think back to our interview with Mark Slaughter in an in an old Charlie's restaurant. <laughs> and we were talking about the album and I think I had asked him like what are some of your favorite solos that Vinny did? And this was I think this was his favorite one. Yeah. And he said he always referred to it as Vinny's Boston solo because yeah. it because it sounds like something Tom Schultz from Boston would have done on like the first at Boston album and I, until he said it I never put that together but when you listen to this just think Boston and, and you'll totally hear it. It's very restrained for Vinnie yeah. Vincent. Yeah but it almost has like, like a Kind of a classical feel in parts, but it just flows so well. And as you know, on this show... it's smooth, for sure. As you know, on this show, we don't play the edited-down version of Vinnie Vincent's solos. If we get the whole thing, we're going to play the whole thing. (laughs) We're going to do it right. This is the way Vinnie intended the solo to be sounding on the album. So, from the remastered version of All Systems Go, this is Love Kills.
2: vinnie vincent intended yes perfect
0: and i understand the record company's position and all you know we got to make it radio friendly and whatnot but as a guitar nerd i'm totally happier to hear the full
2: version of that totally yeah all right so i've got one it's my next pick As far as Vinnie Vincent guitar solos go, some of these songs are guitar solos. (laughs) This was the first Vinnie Vincent solo song I ever heard. I I got it on one of those like Metal Masters compilation Mm -hmm. cassette tapes. And it had stuff like rigor mortis and Dio and stuff on it. And it had Vinnie Vincent invasion with the boys are going to rock. And like I said, when you're hearing Vinnie Vincent the first times and you're young and the guitar is just so freaking blistering. That nothing else on that cassette tape really compared to that in my mind because the guitar just freaking blew my little mind. Mm-hmm. You know, and I knew this was Vinnie Vincent that used to be in KISS. And I was just like, How does he play like this? How does he make these guitars make this sound? I I mean, loved Ace Fraley, loved Angus Young. You know, all these classic players like Eddie Van Halen and Randy Rhodes, But even those guys weren't doing things with the guitar like Vinnie Vincent was. Mm -hmm. And to hear this song for the first time, like I said, it just completely blew me away. So from the first Vinnie Vincent Invasion album, you can't deny it, Almost was kind of a Kiss song, right? Yeah. Yeah? Yeah. So check it out. Rock out. Crank it up. Boys
0: are gonna rock. And yeah, the the Kiss connection kind of to that song was when Vinnie was in the band Warrior before Kiss. The there was a song called "Boys Gonna Rock" that had the intro or the the main riff of "Boys Are Gonna Rock." Yeah, but then when it went to the verse part. It, on the original song it was the music for on the that, what became on the eighth day. Right. So yeah. it was kind of a hybrid. So I'm guessing when he brought that to kiss, Gene was like, I like the verse part better than the intro, so I'm gonna take the verse part and make that song. Right. And then he held on to the intro and made it into Boys Are Gonna Rock.
2: That's wild. Yeah, because you can tell the similarities between the two songs when you listen to them.
0: It'll take you by surprise if you've never heard the Warrior version, because you'll hear the intro. Like, yeah, that's Boys Are Gonna Rock. And all of a sudden, it goes into, on the eighth day, you're like, whoa. Wow. It just turned into a Kiss song. Yeah, it's it's pretty interesting. That tells you, Vinny brought two songs to the table on that one.
2: Yeah, and, you know, held on to a couple to bring with to the Invasion.
0: And if you've never seen the video to Boys Are Gonna Rock... You need to see it. Yes.
2: It has everything. <laughs> it's over the
0: top. Even a dude on fire. Yeah? Yeah, it's a crazy
2: video. <laughs> you got to have that.
0: Right. Yeah, you have to have a guy on fire. He
2: just stood too close to Vinnie Vincent's amplifier and proof, right. You and there's, know? There's, what do gu- you think is going to happen? And there's
0: guitars being launched into amplifiers. It's it's an insane video. Yeah. And Vinnie looks crazy in it. Yeah. That was totally. the, the glammiest he ever looked. The whole band was like incredibly glammy.
2: Yeah. Yeah. Always felt weird about that. Like, even like just. Not the video because the right. video features Mark Slaughter, right? But but he's aping Robert he's, Fleischman. yeah, lip syncing to some Robert Fleischman. But the pictures of the band with Robert Fleischman, yes. where the three guys are just completely over the top. I mean, Bobby Rock, holy shit! Like he's wearing that skin tight, it looks like painted pants on yeah, him, like snakeskin pants. His hair's poofed Huge. to the frickin' moon. Yeah, and there's Robert Fleischman standing there, you know, and his hair is all poofed
0: up in like a mullet type. As best thing. as he they could probably poof it up. He had like like shoulder-length hair, and yeah. I think I, I remember him telling in the interview that he was—he showed up and they were wanting it to really glam him out, and he was like, "You're only going to go so far with right. me, right? <laughs> <laughs> it only poops so high, <laughs> right?" And so, yeah, that, it's a strange. They looked like a strange band with him, I mean, with that uh, look. It's like Robert Palmer singing for Nitro. Right.
3: (laughs) That's that's
0: well stated. But I wonder, you know, the look they had for uh, All Systems Go was much more toned down jeans and T-shirts. You know, he would have fit in fine with that. For sure. But yeah, it was, you know it's that's one of those things where I, you could tell after the first album they changed their look immediately after that first tour but it's probably just too much work it was just so over the top you know which i know that was the intention but you could i think they probably were like all right we're probably going a little far with this imagine what the crowds that Saw them open for Alice Cooper must have thought of
2: that. Right. And we've talked about it on the show too, I think, with Mark Slaughter. I think it was we we're talking about like just the handling of the hair. Yeah. You know, to make sure it doesn't fall apart and it's a lot of work. Yeah. That'd be a pain in the ass to have to deal with I'm that so, every day. So glad I'm a guy.
0: I just I would not want to have to deal with all that shit. No. I don't know how poison did it for all that time either. All right, so for my next pick and this this is one of the most unique songs in the entire Kiss catalog. And one of the best. One of the best. It's one of my top five Kiss songs, which you know some people be like, "Really, that one?" But I've always had a really soft spot for this song, and this goes back to you know Vinny was raised by musical parents that worked that played in you know country and bluegrass bands, and they taught him how to play like you know lap steel and, and slide guitar and stuff like that. So you know, like I mean he's the he got it honest. You know both parents are musicians. Yeah, and I'm sure he was being taught from who knows how young there's pictures of him as a little kid on the internet holding a guitar, you know? Cool. So he started young and, you know, with that background with country and bluegrass, it comes out in this solo. I'm sure he's playing it as a slide guitar, but the attack he's using on the guitar, it sounds like a lap steel player in a country band, which on a kiss song with a lot of attitude. Yeah. But it's such a, it's a beautiful solo. It's got, but it's just got such an interesting sound to it. This solo sounds so different than anything else in the catalog. This is, And also some amazing drumming from Eric Carr on this song. This is Kiss from Creatures of the Night and a song called Saint and Sinner.
2: I love that one. Yeah, me too. I gotta put that song right up there.
0: And when I saw the our buddies uh from Gene Simmons band, The Rock and Roll Residency, they do the uh the Kissmas show every year. Yeah. I went to that and they they played this song. A lot. Oh nice. Yeah, it was pretty amazing to hear.
2: That's cool. I man. never
0: thought they'd play that one. That was that was awesome. See, and then you wonder how can
2: Vinnie Vincent be, you know, not considered one of the guitar greats when you hear something like that. Oh, it's like, amazing. Because it's you think of Vinnie Vincent and what do you think of yeah. But there's so there's much, so much more, more to his to guitar playing than that. You just gotta go through the discography and some of the stuff that he's done. And I think my next pick is a perfect example of that because it's got like ten different styles of guitar solo all mixed up into the one song. Yeah. Talking about from All Systems Go a tune called Ashes to Ashes. This is the uh the leadoff track on the album and what a way to kick it off. Now this guitar solo always freaking blew me away. Yeah. Because it's the song's going along and then it's got the breakdown part. And if you listen to it, Vinnie Vincent's doing this beautiful like flamenco guitar picking in the background that is not <laughs> heavy metal in any way but it fits. It's not what you would associate with Vinnie Vincent in any way. Right. But it totally fits. Yeah. I mean, it doesn't just fit, it enhances that breakdown part. Yeah. So then it goes out of the the flamenco guitar picking into the perfect like 80s love ballad guitar solo and it's it's perfect. It's got that just that smoothness to it, the flow to it. That would fit perfectly in any one of those, you know, kind of stereotypical 80s love ballads. But wait, there's more. But wait, there's more (laughs) because then all of a sudden it sounds like a UFO taking off in a race with a motorcycle and all the album covers by Iron Maiden and Judas Priest getting into a fight (laughs) and into this whole other thing. And it's like after the solo's over, it's like. What the hell just happened to my brain? <laughs> yeah. Like I just feel like somebody took their finger, stuck it in the top of my head, and swirled my brain around. Yeah. Coming out of that song. But you know, I I can testify to it all you want, but I want you to hear it for yourself. So from All Systems Go, all hail Vinnie Vincent and the Vinnie Vincent invasion. This is Ashes to Ashes. <laughs> Hold on a minute.
0: My brain's still spinning. <laughs> that little part where... It kind of sounds like a violin. Yeah, and that part too. I know what he's doing there. Is it actual violin though? No, it sounds like one. It does. But Eddie Van Halen's done it also in his solo in concert because I've seen him do this live. What you do is you've got your volume knob and what you do is you put your right pinky under the volume knob. Yeah. And you you fret with your fingers. You don't pick anything. You just have your pinky under here and you just wiggle the, the knob back and forth like to nothing to sound, nothing to sound, nothing to sound. Right. And it'll give you that sound. It sounds wow. like a violin.
2: The mighty Pinky but it's a, it's of a, Vinnie Vincent.
0: Yeah. It's a, well, we should talk about Vinnie yeah. Vincent's Pinky because if uh, if you're not familiar with his guitar playing, like really in- investigated it, he's doing something on a lot of that stupendously fast stuff that he does that you're not noticing. Like some people like, oh, he sped up tapes or, you know, there's, there's shenanigans going on in the studio. Well, not always because – what he's doing is this goes back to the country type picking style that he learned from, probably from his parents. He would pick with his you know, with his thumb and his forefinger, but he's also picking with his pinky finger. So some of those really fast runs and arpeggios that he's playing and stuff, he's using mm-hmm. three different fingers. So he's pretty much claw picking like Jerry Reed used to do. Wow. But that, that was always done in country, it was never done in metal. Right. So it's really to find
2: a way to to transform that into yeah. something you use in a, like a metal guitar solo. And there's
0: a, a VHS video that came out in the '80s, and you can watch the whole thing on YouTube. It's called Metal Tech, and it was Vinny's instructional video. Which <laughs> try yeah, this. Don't bother trying to learn anything <laughs> from it because it's too damn hard. But you you can look up close and see what he's doing, and and it's it's different. I've never seen any other guitar player do it before. Yeah. Well, it's got to be something that's built into his his just the way he plays. Naturally. There are no other guitar players
2: quite like Vinnie Vincent either. Yeah. So,
0: which God, I, I you know, I hope that we get music out of him after all this.
2: I hope so too. Yeah, you know, maybe him seeing Andre LaBelle and seeing Robert, you know, maybe that'll stir us. something in yeah. him. You know, want to jam? Oh man, would that be great?
0: Well, we're doing the VIP, and I haven't heard anything for sure or concrete, but. I would love it if we get to hear some playing of some sort.
2: Yeah, that would be awesome. So yeah, um,
0: yeah, I'm, I'm just, I'm like, I'm giddy like a fucking schoolgirl over this whole thing, man. The possibilities <laughs> coming out of
2: this are just mind blowing. Of to think what could happen, you know? What yeah. if, what if Vinny Vincent comes back out of this and you know feels so good about the respect and adoration that he's shown at this thing? That when Gene does come through with the vault, Vinny
0: shows up. Something gets re-sparked. Next thing you know, Kiss is back with Vinny Vincent. Sorry, Tommy. Well, there's a certain member of Kiss that I think will prevent that from ever happening. Because there's a lot of bad blood. Yeah, but still. How great would that be? A tour with Vinny. Bring back the tank. Well, as our friend Ken Mill said, and he recently interviewed the Gene Simmons band guys, and uh, as he suggested, I would like to second it, uh, a Gene Simmons solo album with those guys backing him up. Could have a yes. maybe a guest appearance from Vinny on one of the songs. That'd yeah. be fantastic. I would love to. I'm sure to. a you lot of what? this is pie-in-the-sky stuff,
2: but it'd be cool to dream about. But seriously, though, on that note, with yeah. the, the Gene Simmons band, with those guys backing him in the studio... Be a great Sign me up on day one when that comes out. You can mm-hmm. take my money. Yep. I would love to hear what those guys would come up with with Gene. Oh, me too. That would
0: probably be the best solo album he's ever done. Okay, I'm not going to say. <laughs> but I, I have no doubt. Yeah, I like I like some of his solo stuff, but some.
2: But he's I'd like never to come a, out with that great solo album that I think he could do well, with those guys. I'd like to hear him do a focused rock and roll album. But then, yeah, but then, like you say, you know, if you got have guys coming in and doing appearances have Vinnie Vincent come in for a track you know write a song with him again have Ace do a track have Ace have Peter show up and play Mm -hmm. a little drums you know maybe he ain't going out on tour or nothing but I'm sure he's got it together enough to be able to go into the studio and rock something out yeah Yeah. that's a great idea (laughs) I'm full of them or like you said you know what if what if they do get back together you know and he sees Robert and he sees Andre and he says you know what we could do another Vinnie Vincent Invasion album again I mean surely you can look around you and see the interest is there yeah
0: I'm gonna do a Santana-style album with different singers. You okay, have, have a, all right. <laughs> well, I'm saying to have Rob.
2: <laughs> okay, I get that. You scared me for a second. No, no, like, no, no, no,
0: no. No, Rob
2: Thomas. No, but, but you or know, playing like Santana.
0: Have Robert or uh, Mark, you know, show up
2: and do stuff. Have Vinny sing some stuff. What if he did like Michael Shanker does? Oh yeah, you know, and he's kind of slaying the template like, down. You could take, you could go out on tour have and have, also have right. Robert and Mark go with you. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Get Bobby, yeah. See what Dane is doing. If Mark's out there with you, that means Slaughter maybe ain't doing nothing. Maybe Vince Neil's on a break. I'd love it, but Mark's not gonna be at the Expo. I was kind of hoping he was gonna get announced as a guest. But what if, like, like you say, like if Vinnie Vincent could get like different singers in, to come in, like, like the good guitar players do when they do like their solo albums, like, say, like, like Santana style, I guess, mm-hmm. or like Slash style, yeah, where you get a bunch of different singers to come up and do stuff. But you just write the songs. Oh man! Yeah, I'd even take a Vinnie Vincent cover album. But the other thing too is like Vinny needs to sing.
0: Yeah, I'll, I'd like to hear that.
2: So you do an album that's got like you say, Vinnie. Mm-hmm. We've talked about this before. Yeah, it seems we have. like <laughs> Vinny playing, singing some songs. Yeah. You know, have Mark
0: singing some songs. Have Robert singing some songs. Yeah, you, you if just you're, split it up amongst the three of them. If you're listening to this, go to the comments section on the episode on Facebook. Tell us what your dream thing yeah. that Vinny. What do you? What do you want Vinnie to do? after
2: this if you were vinnie vincent's manager what would you recommend what would you or or what would what would your dream scenario be coming out of this yeah
0: and also what are your top five vinnie vincent solos
2: yeah because i mean we played some good ones here today and i know you guys have favorites there's your assignment (laughs) (laughs) yeah we've worked so hard doing our homework the last three weeks it's time for you to do some get us up on our facebook page get in on the conversation and holy moly, speaking of that right now, the Countdown to Vindication on the Facebook page, there's all kinds of great Vinnie yes. Vincent stuff being released on there, like, by the minute, it seems yeah, like. Yeah, I've enlisted some help, and uh, and boy, has it come through. I've seen some cool Vinnie <laughs> Vincent stuff on the Facebook page in the last two days that I've never seen anywhere yeah. before. And
0: there's a reason for that, because some of the people that are posting this stuff are are insiders that have been around him in a close close uh, close. Proximity. Yeah. So if you haven't done it yet, get on Facebook, like the Decibel Geek podcast page, yes. and get involved. Yep. And if you're coming to Atlanta, come see us and hang out with us and hit us up. Let us know you're going to be there and buy Aaron a beer. I'll take it. All right. So we got one more to go. All this right. This has been super easy. Yeah, I like this. <laughs> My fun. brain is finally unwound. All right. So going to play out the show. You know, I've, I played some for the most part restrained type Vinnie Vincent solos that are more controlled. Well, that's going out the window now, because <laughs> this uh, this is this is my favorite Vinnie Vincent solo because it's just bananas. Yeah. It's just all over the place, and it's but that's what I love about it. It's stereo bukaki all over the I'm gonna place. I'm going to stick to that term. I love that, and uh, yeah, you're going to love this. And this song is one of my favorite songs from the '80s. It's it's a great song, and uh, closing it out this week from the Invasion album, it's Animal. And we'll see you next week if we don't see you at the Expo first.